Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and he Praise the Lord. Here we are. We're on the Now Network, and I am just praising God for every opportunity he gives our ministry. I've been a minister for over 35 years. Since 1986, I've been ministering. I've uh, been to seminary. I went to Liberty <laughs> University Theological Seminary. i also been to Trinity Theological Seminary, received my D-Men. Uh, I hold a PhD in business, but I'm here to tell you, my friends, even the things I did in the military and the things I do even in business can't compare to sharing God's word. I just love sharing God's word. And that's why this program is called Sharing the Word. And I want you to continue to develop that hunger. It is a hunger to read the word. It is a hunger. Oh, I'm thinking about <laughs> all the chapters I read throughout the day, but I'm thinking, which one's my favorite chapter? But it's a hunger to read God's word. Look, we feed the flesh. We feed the flesh. But we also have to feed the spirit. And it is, my soul just says, I want more. My spirit just says, give me more of the word of God. And when I read the word every day, several times throughout the day, I still get hungry. <laughs> I want you to have that same hunger. The Bible tells us in Matthew 6, verse 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, and all things will be added to you. And I seek the Lord through his word. And so I just want to say again, thank you for listening to Sharing the Word. You can listen to our audio podcast of Sharing the Word on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Anchor. You can listen to our Sharing the Word podcast right there on pretty much every audio podcast channel, as well as now you can watch our uh, Sharing the Word program. It's also on Galilee TV, G-A-L-A-L-E-E-TV. Uh, you can go to their website, GalileeTV.com, or if you have a Roku device as well, just add the channel, Galilee TV. It's a home of classic, te classic television and classic movies. And I love classic television and classic movies. The things they're producing today, I kind of go, ah. But we've been blessed to air sharing the word on their channel as well. So we are on the Now Network every Saturday morning at 5 a.m. And we can, uh, you can also watch us on Galilee TV on Saturday at 7 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. God is so good. So I just want to thank you and thank those who support our ministry. And for those who continue to support the ministry, uh, we will be sending out uh, a love gift to you as well. So I want to say thank you and thank you for listening and watching, sharing the word on your favorite channels. I was talking over the last several episodes that uh, was important to me about imitating Christ. And I think 
if we look at who we imitate in life, it could be a parent, it could be a loved one that we can say big brother, big sister. It could be a movie star, an actor, an entertainer. People entertain, they're impressive. I get it. I, I love watching entertainers who can, you know, they got, America's got talent, you know, American Idol. They got all those different shows out there. And these people are very talented. But the problem is, uh, sometimes we put our focus on following man versus following God. And I said that I've had a lot of influences in my life, meaning in the military or in ministry, as well as what I do for a living. I have a lot of influential people. And I have to be honest with you, they could be impressive, but not impressive enough for me to follow. If I'm going to follow anyone or imitate anyone, it is Jesus Christ. And for those who know me, my goal in life is to be more like Jesus every day. And Paul, the apostle, was talking about imitating Christ. And he kept saying to everybody, hey, I'm a Pharisee, son of a Pharisee. I, I know the, the word, the Torah. I know all this stuff. And now he's an apostle. And he says, stop following man. Stop copying man. Stop imitating man. Unless, listen to me, this is important. Unless they're imitating Christ. Now you go, well, how, how would you differentiate between someone who's follower of Christ and somebody who's just cool, awesome. You know, they're, they're rich, they're famous, they're this. Look, the fruits of the Spirit are very clear to us. The, the fruits of the Spirit, just, just, just go look at Galatians. You understand the fruits of the Spirit. So I want you, and this is my goal for everybody. When I say I want you, I, I desire for you to get your mind and your eyes off of the things of this world, especially people. I've had so many people tell me, you know, hey, look, I got so many friends on my uh, uh, Instagram or my Facebook. Look how many followers I have. And look who I'm following. And I'm like, hmm, uh, I'm going to tell you, I follow Christ. Yes, I get, I get it. You've got to have followers to grow a business. You've got to have followers to grow your ministry. I understand those things. But again, the focus should always be, always be. Follow Christ. Imitate Christ. Paul was very emphatic about that. He says, hey, if you want to imitate me, imitate me because I imitate. He says, because I imitate Christ. And that's important, my friends. When you start thinking about all the people out there that you dress like, talk like, uh, eat the things they eat. I mean, do the things, buy the things. You know, they have this car. You got to have that car. You're following man. You're imitating man, and this is the warning sign. It's a form of idolatry. And we got to obey God. The commandments are very clear. The Lord God is everything. You should have no other God before him, and you should not make an image. Graven, wood, no matter what. Whatever your image is, it could be your cell phone. It could be anything. You cannot put anything above God that makes it an idol and God will not share his glory with anything he's holy sometimes preachers will talk to me about things that they preach on and I'm like why aren't you emphasizing the fear of the Lord why are not you emphasizing imitating Christ why are not why are you not emphasizing the return of the Lord 
We have to learn how to live like Christ, to imitate him so that the world, listen to me, the world is lost. The world is lost right now. It's off base. It truly is. Just watch the news. You, you see what's going on. It is off base. You cannot tell who's saved and who's unsaved now. You just can't. It's just everybody seems to be the same cookie cutter. Everybody's the same. There's only a few that you can look at and go, there's something different about that person. You know what I'm talking about. Let the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Spirit in you shine through. Don't hide your light under a table. If you're imitating Christ, because Christ lived in a very bad time, you know, there was tyranny everywhere. There was the Roman Empire. I mean, it was dominating the world. So the Jewish nation was in odds with the Roman Empire. And the Jews were thinking, when's the Lord Messiah going to come and deliver us from the tyranny of the Romans? Maybe Christians are saying the same thing about our politicians. So we don't have, I don't know, maybe the ability to discern who's saved now. Because Christians don't seem to come out and say, I'm a follower of Christ. Or we don't read the word enough to understand how Christ lived how he um, interacted with people, how he socialized with people in order to show that he's God. We got to read the Gospels. The Gospels really point out how Jesus dealt with religious people, how he dealt with uh, society that said that these people are nothing. You know, a prostitute, a tax collector, somebody who has leprosy. These are, you know, people that, mm-mm, they were the scum of the world, according to a lot of people in those days. Don't associate with those, but Jesus did. Jesus did. So to me, when I read the Gospels, it's very visual to me to see how Christ operated or how he um, loved people. And I want to be like that. I just loved how he dealt with the Pharisees, how he communicated he knew when they were when they were trapping him. He knew they were trying to trap him with their little cunning words, and he always got them. Mm. So, why not imitate Christ? If you're not reading the Bible, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to imitate him if you're not reading the Bible. But if you read the Bible, read the Gospels of Jesus, you can imitate him. My prayer and my hope is this: before we get into Philippians chapter two. We're going to talk about Philippians 2. And I, and I know there are some great men and women of God out there. There are, even on this channel. If you're pastor, you're apostle, you're bishop, whatever leader that you're listening to or following, please match them up. Are they imitating Christ? If they are, I'm proud. I am so happy to hear that. So I want you to always remember, follow Christ and praise the Lord. There are others that do the same thing. Don't get trapped. Don't get trapped following man. It is a snare. There are many people who have followed man thinking they were good, thinking they were righteous or holy, and they really weren't. Pharisees were the example that Jesus was trying to tell the people that were following him. And he said this, he said, listen to their teachings, but don't do what they're doing. Don't follow them. Listen to the teachings. They know the word. They know Torah. Listen to the teachings, but
but don't follow them and definitely do not imitate them. Again, you would know that by reading the Gospels. So I've learned some things being a pastor and evangelist. I've learned some things being with major denominations I've been affiliated with. From the Methodists to uh, the Baptists, I can go on to the Assembly of God, Pentecostal. I've been around a lot of churches, a lot of denominations. I get asked to come preach in different churches. I get that, but guess what? I'm going to preach Jesus, him crucified and him coming back again. That, that's my message. Jesus crucified and him coming back. And I'm going to imitate Christ by showing love to you. And if you, if you have a problem with me showing love to you, I'm being a Christian. Christ-like is showing love. The woman at the well, Mary Magdalene, the person with leprosy, the tax collector that nobody likes, the IRS nobody likes today. I'm going to show love because that is the sign that you are an imitator of Christ. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into Philippians chapter 2 about imitating Christ's humility. Be right back. still talking about imitating Christ and they're going to go into imitating Christ not only his love but his humility. So in a, a Philippians chapter 2 uh, we're going to look at with my reading glasses. I keep telling everybody I put my reading glasses on. I can see without them <laughs> but when it comes to reading I have to uh, put my glasses on. But in Philippians chapter 2 Paul writes if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Now let's stop right there. Those are the first two verses. What Paul is getting at, is he's identifying the characteristics of Jesus Christ. Look, he knew about Christ. He, 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 he was around when Jesus was doing his ministry. Probably voted in and said, uh, yeah, let's crucify him. The religious leaders of the day did. Then his apostles, uh, Jesus' apostles were out there. And the disciples. And Paul was really fixated on destroying, let's just call it, the way, that's what they called the Christian movement, the way. So he knew about Christ. He knew the works, the miracles of Christ. Listen to me, this is very important. He was not a follower of Christ, but he knew about him. He seen him. He watched his ministry. He knew about the followers. He was, he endorsed, supported the crucifixion. Okay. And his apostles, James, Peter, John, all the apostles, including the disciples, Paul wanted to uh, eradicate the movement. So now all of a sudden he is a follower of Christ. And in order for people now to accept him for who he is, he had to show that he's not the old Paul. 
<laughs> well, his name was Saul, but you know, he's, he, he's Paul now. My point here is, he was a different person before he became a Christian. He was not a kind person. He knew the law. He knew the Torah. He knew everything. He was a Pharisee of a Pharisee. Okay? Studied under Gamil. I mean, the high, highest scholar, <laughs> emeritus at the University of the Torah. He studied under a lot of great teachers of the Torah, and he knew the Torah very well. But then he had that Damascus experience and became born again. And now his whole life is doing the mission that Jesus called him to do, which is go to the Gentile nation and preach the gospel. And the way was expanding across the world. The Christian movement called the way was expanding across the world. And Paul's visits everywhere, including being in prison, he was still ministering. And everything about him was truly, and everything he was saying and doing was like Christ. Not like the Pharisee he was, like Christ. Because he even says, I am imitating Christ. So I want you to look at the scriptures this way. If you can do it this way, this will help. Look at your life before you became a follower of Christ. Who did you imitate? Look at your life now that you're a believer. Who are you imitating? Are you succeeding? Are you having fulfillment? Are you having peace? Paul says in Philippians, make my joy complete by being like-minded. Christ's mindset is to please the Father in heaven. So he's saying be like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit, and, and get this, be one in spirit, be of love and like-minded, and watch this, show the world that. And how do you show the world that you are like Christ in mind, in love, in attitude? This is all, all what Paul was saying. You have to really start looking at how Jesus interacted and treated everyone. That's what Paul is saying. Paul is treating everybody different now that he's a believer because when he was a Pharisee, he was ready to put everybody in prison that followed Christ. Supported the stoning of Stephen. So we got to remember if we're going to follow the example of Christ, oh, Lord have mercy. If we're going to follow the example of Christ, we're going to be persecuted. And Paul says the same thing. Jesus said it. The whole scriptures tell you, but it's worth it. I don't want to be like a silent Christian. I don't want to be like somebody who says they're a Christian, but their light's out. I, I just can't do that. I got to be able to tell the world, I love Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And the scriptures are telling us, because he goes in verse three, listen to this one. He goes, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. So now he's saying, this is how you imitate Christ. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Now, hmm, that's going to be hard for some of you. Now, 
you can see my bio, my testimony is out there. I use examples of the military because I did that for 27 years. I've been in ministry as well, being in the military. Even though I wasn't a chaplain, I ran hospitals. I was a medical uh, service corps officer. So I, 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 I wasn't in the chaplain corps, but I was a chaplain, I guess, lay leader uh, in most of my commands, as well as supporting the ministry of the chaplain corps. My point is I kept ministering. People knew. Hey, he might be a, a hospital administrator, but he also loves the Lord and he's working with the chaplains. So people knew where I stood. But watch this. I also had a few years as enlisted before I became an officer. And I never saw myself better. This is the key. Better than my enlisted. I've seen people who are officers treating people who are enlisted like they're nothing. They're just servants to them. Jesus said, uh-uh, Jesus is God. Jesus came into the world not to be served, but for him to serve us. That's why that was his purpose. That was his mission. He came to serve, not to be served. So I want you to understand, consider people different than what you're doing now. Meaning, don't consider yourself better than anybody. I don't care if you make six figures. I don't care if you're an officer and they're enlisted. I don't care if you got more education than they do. It doesn't matter if you're a bishop or apostle or whatever you are in your ministry. You're not better than anyone. You're still supposed to show love. That's your fellow brother and sister in the Lord. Yes, you're tasked to preach the word and that carries a lot of responsibility, which I take very seriously. But never consider yourself more highly than you should, okay? Then he goes on in verse four. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also the interest of others. Your attitude should be the same. Listen to this. Your attitude, verse five, should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Look, I can go on this topic for a long time. Only got a few minutes to, to spare here, okay? So when he says, each of you, that's me too. That's, that's, that includes me. That includes you, everybody. We should not look at our own interests. One of the things that I have seen that really troubles me is that people live with a mindset of entitlement and they don't care about anybody else. And people in the church are the same way. We got to stop that. You're not better than anybody. If you all accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, you practiced uh, uh, citing um, reciting uh, Romans 10, verse 9. If you did all those things, become born again, hallelujah, then you're all in the family of God. Your gift is this, their gift is that. Doesn't make you better. We're all in the body of Christ. I'm a preacher. I'm an evangelist. Now I'm a telemedia evangelist. I'm still preaching and getting the word out to where the Lord says, get it out. I'm not better than anybody. I've pastored churches. I've church planted. I've done it all in my ministry that people go, wow, that's a lot of stuff. But guess what? I'm still human. And we all sin and fall short to the glory of God. Amen? So when Paul is telling us, and this is a key verse for me. I hope it is for you. Your attitude. <laughs> Let me say it like this. Your attitude or your attitude. And that altitude, okay, so throw that in there. Your attitude, which is your personality and your demeanor and your mindset all at once coming out. 
You got an attitude that you think you're own all that in a bag of chips. No. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Wow. Can't say it any simpler than that. Your attitude must be the same as Christ. Read the Gospels. I always say, read the Gospels. I love the Gospels. I love reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I just, I just love reading the Gospels. I want you to help me. We're, we're family now. I want you to help me. Hold each other accountable. Saying it to everybody. To have the attitude of Jesus Christ. And his attitude was to love and to serve. Love and to serve. Love and to serve. That's an attitude. That's a mindset, my friends. When I go to my employees, I go to all my employees, even in the military and out of the military, and I say, what can I do to help you? Some of them still struggle hearing that. As an owner of a business, I'll say to my employees, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, 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 no, no, sir, we're good. I'm like, no, I'm here. You need any supplies? Do you need any? That's Christ. I'm not washing your feet right now, but I'm, I'm doing close enough by saying, what can I give you to help you? That's the attitude of Christ that we all must have. And if you can have that, I'm telling you, I'm telling you with, with so much confidence, the world's going to say, you must be an imitator of Christ, a follower of God. Yes, I am. I'm here to serve, not to be served. Yes, I have employees, but guess what? I'm here to serve, not to be served. The greatest person in the kingdom of God is those that serve. Serve one another. Serve one another in love, and you will see people become part of the family of God because they want what you have, and what you have is the Holy Spirit. Share your faith, imitate Christ, lead people to the Lord, welcome them into the family of God, and I'm here to tell you, my friends, there will be a lot more peace out there than there is today. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Join me again on sharing the word.